You say slow. I'd say considered. We're at considered pace. Yeah. Considered slow to many. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hi, my name is Hannah Lascombe from Paynton in Devon. I work in the wardrobe department on Beauty and Beast stage show production. I know Tim and Gendal because Tim is my cringy uncle and Gendal is his even cringier best mate. This is a Tim and Gendal weekend podcast, an uncut audio chat between two best friends. Enjoy. Oh, <laughs> even cringier best mate. That, I mean, don't know how to take that. But, you know, it's good to have some youth on the podcast, isn't it? Mate, proper youth. Also worth noting, I didn't speed that up. That is how fast <laughs> she talks. <laughs> she talks. I was like, is that playing? <laughs> Should we have another listen? Two, I think we could easily do. Hi, my name's Hannah Lascombe from Paynton in Devon. I work in the wardrobe department on Beauty and Beast stage show production. I know to... <laughs> <laughs> she works... I work on the Beauty and the Beast production, stage show production. Um, she does. She's, she's a, a flat she's, white at that point. Uh, she uh, dresses the cast. She's a dresser. So she's backstage getting them getting them ready, and uh, she's it's a Disney show. Right. She's working she's working for Disney. Wow, that's good, isn't it? That's exciting. Yeah. Well, thanks for right fitting now. us in. To Absolutely. The busy but she obviously had to, didn't have much time talking that fast. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> did it uh, oh, she can have a clap anyway. Yeah, thank you. That's good. Anyone else who knows anyone young that might be up for putting their voice to doing as an intro, just record it, send it in. I mean, she doesn't listen to the podcast, so um, oh. you know it's not like we're attracting the youth. We don't need to attract the youth anyway. How are we doing? How are you doing? More importantly, this is the Tim and Gendel Weekend Podcast. I'm Tim, he's Gendel, and you are listening to episode number 48. Uh, we sit down every single Monday and chat about what has more than likely been our very mundane weekends. Now we've had a very good weekend, and I know that your weekend. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna actually. Normally, we'd rate our own weekends, but I'm gonna rate your weekend, and you can rate my weekend because we All spent right. our weekends together. I think your weekend is a nine point seven. Yeah, I'd say it's up there. It's a, it's been a pretty special weekend. Yeah. So now do I do that for you? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say yours is at nine point. Well. Trying to think if it was better or worse than mine. It's got to be on a par. I'll give you a 9.7 as well. I'll I'll take a 9.7. I'll take a 9.7, absolutely. Um, Not far off at all. Not far off at all. Um, Now, it's been a... a, Normally, what we do is we go back and we, we kind of... You listen again, you try and pick out the points, and that's how we come up with our catchy, wicked titles for our podcasts, which aren't always catchy and wicked. Um... But I, I think this one, we should just literally call it the Tour de Test Valley, shouldn't we? Because we, yeah. we took part in a cycling event. We're going to get into it. We were together from Friday night through to Sunday morning. Uh, so we've, we've pretty much got the same thing to talk about here, but it was brilliant. And it was all in aid of the charity Calm, who we give a shout out to at the start of every podcast. It is a charity close to our hearts because of this event. This is where we first came across them. We've also done some work for them since. Um, we love their ethos. We love everything that they're about. And they are about um, changing the stigma and raising awareness about mental health and talking about your um, mental health problems. They are the yeah. Campaign Against Living Miserably. Um, and they sponsored the bike ride, didn't they, Gendo? They did, yeah. They were the, the, well, the driving force behind it, and they've been yeah. doing it, that event for, well, next year it'll be the the 10th year. The 10th year. It. So it's been going on for a while. We've always tried to go if we're, uh, if we've been available to go, and, and it, this year was extra special due to the pandemic to get mm-hmm. back and see a lot of faces we hadn't seen. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's all about remembering, well, for, for a lot of us, remembering our good friend Nelson Pratt who took his took his own life many years ago that we knew through snowboarding. He was a, an amazing UK snowboarder and just a brilliant guy. And um, I don't know, it's just, it's amazing the the charity and what they do. And, and as Tim said, we it's definitely close to our hearts and we've done things for them before, but we definitely want to support it. And, and a part of one of the reasons why we do the podcast, isn't it? A huge reason why we do the podcast, because it's we think it's important for, for people to reach out and, and talk to each other if you're having a tough time and, um, they are a yeah a leading movement against suicide. So if anyone is in need of any help, you can find them at thecalmzone.net and they've got a, a helpline, 0800 58 58 58, and there's also a web chat option on the website as well. Yep, and that's uh, it, 
was going to say link in bio, links in, uh, links in show notes. Mm. Um, the reason why I can't actually talk properly, I'm trying to just stop the fan spinning on my computer, which it sounds really loud it's in my ears. Up. Can you hear it? Quite. No. Oh, you can't hear it? Can't hear it at all. Oh, okay. You sure? It's fine. It's fine, mate, yeah. Okay. I can't. Maybe the listeners can, though. Maybe oh, okay. my headphones. Well, I don't um, really know how I'd stop it anyway, because it's inside my computer, aside from jamming a pencil into the computer. Oh, don't do so, that. So, listen. Um, good weekend. Brilliant company. Oh, should we do this as normal, as we normally Yeah, would? let's go through the days, because then I you like can re- that. remember bits, can't you? So, should we start good. with Friday? Yeah. I want to come back round to Monday, back today, because I've just had a message come through, um, which pretty much puts me onto the next level of celebrity. Uh, I'll tell really? you about it. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you about it when we get round to Monday. Can't Let's talk go back about to Monday, Friday. Though, Can't Pardon? talk about Monday. Can't do Monday's weekend podcast in it, so. I mean, but this is good. This is, you know, I'm going right, to we'll be a celebrity. We'll see how we feel at the end. We'll see how All we right. feel. Okay, see okay. how we feel. Good one. What did you do on Friday night? So we converged upon Andover, didn't we? The whole, we did. the whole gang. Um, now... Of course, I've got a van, haven't I? Van, van, got a second-hand van. Van. Bought a second-hand van, um, decided to, to, to turn it into a camper, because that's what all the cool kids did over lockdown. Um, got it ready, spent a lot of time getting it ready, and in fact, still on Friday morning, I was cutting wood and sawing and gluing and putting in hinges and doing all kinds of things, but worked up till about three four o'clock got the van ready then i just started throwing loads of things in i got in the the fairy lights cleaned it out i was getting the spray got the disinfectant i glued the toilet down because i've got a little portable toilet thing and i didn't want it sliding around when we're driving which it has been before but so i've glued this to the floor i've got everything absolutely ready i had to run off and get the kids from school came home mom and dad came to pick them up and you're i know you'd gone a bit earlier than me so i'm like already not panicking, but I'm slightly panicking that I'm behind everybody and everybody's down there having a good time and it's just taking forever. And I'm trying to leave by six and at quarter past six, I'm still loading the van, trying to like origami the bikes into the back of the van and get them all like, get everything in. So I'm cramming everything in, getting ready, getting packed. Lucy's getting the house ready. Da, da, da. It's all wicked. Oh, this is great. We're filling up. We're getting, okay, we're ready to go. Yeah. Doors closed. Cup van wouldn't start. Just dead, dead battery flat battery so I was like oh no this is like the worst thing I need now so I get my black car out and I put that up, up a, to jump start it drive that kind of up and against the front of my car start trying to jump start the van and um, it, it, it just still wouldn't go it still wouldn't start and Lucy's like what, what are we going to do and now it's getting a bit darker and then my na- neighbour Luke like pops up he's like Thought you were going. I was like, I'm trying to go, but I can't because my... That's helpful. That's thought, helpful. You'd be gone. thought you'd be gone by now. Thought you'd be gone. Yeah, literally <laughs> what he said. So uh, uh, he did go get me his multimeter, though. So that was good. Um, so I was able to test the battery and just... Because I just... No lights were coming on. I could turn the key mm. and I wasn't getting anything. Nothing on the dash and the fan was still working. But the... the and it would still lock and close. Like they, so I just couldn't figure out... So anyway, I Googled, randomly Googled, because I didn't know what else to Google. So I was like, lights on dashboard of Renault Master won't turn on when ignition key turned. That's what I Googled. And it yeah. popped up with a, with a YouTube video as the first hit. So I hit it. And it's this super northern guy. He's like, oh, hello. Right then. If you've got a Renault van and it's not working properly, you've probably got this problem. And it was exactly my problem which is where mm-hmm. no lights doesn't do anything. And he said, it's your immobilizer and it ain't working because it's confused. So you've got <laughs> so <laughs> had to take all the van apart. I'm now like unscrewing the footwell to get to the battery in the van. And then I disconnected the battery, connected it up again and and we're up, we're up and running. It was confused. Mate, the, the, the immobilizer was confused. Yeah. So then me and Lucy piled in the van and ragged it down to, uh, to Andover to meet you lot. And when we got there, the, the party was in full swing. But fill us in on your Friday up to the party. I could tell you know, I hadn't talked to you about the thing, but I remember like when you were talk, when you were coming down and I texted you and gone, Where are you? Like, yeah. what's going on? I haven't heard from you or anything. And you just sent a text saying, Left late, car wouldn't snick. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, he wrote that in a rush. <laughs> Blind but, uh, panic as he writes yeah, that one. Um, and, but heard the full story. No, it was good. It was, uh, you say the party was on, in full swing. I mean, Friday night, it's, everyone's quite mellow. People get a bit excited because they see each other. And, and there was we had a couple of beers, but everyone in the back of their mind has got the, we're going to ride a lot of miles on a bike. I don't want to be that person with the yeah. hangover that makes that my day's worse than everyone else's because I had a few too many beers on the first night. So <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't by any means full swing. Um, yeah, like you said, I come down earlier with my sister. So my sister shares a, a caravan with my mom and dad, um, a proper caravan called the Conqueror. Worth um, noting, this isn't, this isn't, she doesn't live in a caravan. With she's living, no, not shared. No, no, they, they, they share they it, it's like a holiday caravan that they yeah. use. Yeah. They bought, they got it a few years ago and they share, and they share it, the use of it for holidays. So my sister yeah. lo- loves a bit of camping, loves a bit of caravanning. So she shares it with her husband, James, and my mom and dad, and they take it in turns, but it lives at my sister's house. So I went up and, and basically, you know, shared a ride down with my sister and, and we went in the caravans. We were like, right. Gendel's on tour. Let's do this. Have a bit brother sister time. Let's nice. catch up in the drive down and uh, and take the conqueror down. So we rocked up in the field with the conqueror behind us, and suddenly we're like, right, front and center. Let's get down there. Our mate Drewy had saved us a little spot right at the front, um, quite near the party marquee. So that was quite loud. So we rolled up, got the got the conqueror out. All of a sudden, you know the awnings out the bag that just takes a what my sister's so good at it though and like, yeah she's like a kept... scout leader oh she's ridiculous she's like that that the awning comes out of that and the pole goes there and then you blow up you inflate this and i haven't <laughs> i haven't put an awning up since i was a kid with my mom and dad but it's all new now it's all different so we whipped up the conqueror and soon the conqueror location became a bit of a hub of activity and i put our table and chairs out next to the conqueror to save your spot for the good. I was like, I had to ask the guy like in charge of the field and say, look, there's someone coming later. Can I, can I use this space? So we saved your spot. Thank and, you. Um, no, it was good. Wasn't it? it was a beautiful night. It was a beautiful, uh, really nice evening, evening wasn't it? Nice uh, sunset. And we sat outside and had some chips and dip and, um, crisps and pot noodles. Had a pot noodle, didn't we? Camping. Pot noodle for dinner. Yeah. Well, there was <laughs> there was food supplied, um, but it was like they only had like hot. They only had kind of uh, sausage rolls and pork pies. Ah. So earlier, I messaged Kath and was like, "Right, old school, like the old days when we were kids. What pot noodle do you want? If we're going in a caravan, we've got to have a pot noodle." So we uh, so we ended up resorting to the pot noodles for dinner. Nice. But it was great. It was really good, wasn't it? Good to see everyone. A lot of people, a lot of faces we hadn't seen for a few years. Yeah. It's a huge snowboarding uh, fraternity. Well, well, we, we we all cycle in memory of Nelson Pratt, and Nelson is a snowboarding friend of mine and Gendall's that we knew from years ago. And um, so it, it's kind of like a really sad day, but a really brilliant day because the whole snowboard community, certainly the older snowboard community, it, it all gets together. Um to remember and celebrate and uh it, it's it's a bit of a bittersweet isn't it but so so mm-hmm. nice to see everybody a really good get together in fact you coined it perfectly because it's it's like a really good it's, it's now the excuse that we all have to get together every year yeah it's really, and a, it's and really a nice, nice excuse to, for, yeah. to remember nelson as well because it is kind of if you're not still in the snowboarding world i mean a lot of the people at the event did seasons or worked in the industry going back 10 years, 20 years, however long. And some of them are completely removed from it, aren't they now? They're not yeah, very much so, They yeah. have no connection with snowboarding whatsoever. And it was, you know, going back 10 years ago, it, it was a, it's a family. Well, the snowboarder scene is a big family, isn't it, mm. really? It's, it's, it moves on and people get old and they... But you're still always kind of a part of it. So I think it's... There's a lot of people that wouldn't go to a normal snowboard event anymore um from our our kind of era but that's the mm. one thing every year that guaranteed they'll be at and we'll have it for, for forever really won't mm. we it's, if it's you know hopefully it, it goes on forever and we can always get together and 
got a few miles in, so very much yeah. so. Also worth noting because we've we've mentioned the Nelson's Tour de Test Valley, the cycle ride on here quite a lot, and there'll probably be a few listeners that that aren't from the snowboard community that have stumbled across this podcast or what have you. It's a really inclusive event as well. It's not it's not clicky. It's not. You know, the, we I met loads of people that this weekend that mm. were not even connected with Nelson and not connected with snowboarding in any way, and it's yeah. just a really amazingly like-minded group of people that get together to raise awareness and raise raise some much-needed funds for Calm as well. Mm. So um, you you don't have to have known Nelson to go. You know, there's, a, there's over 800 people that turn up and. You know, not not everybody did know Nelson, and there's a lot of good cyclists that turn up because the cycle ride itself is a very good, very well organised ride. And then there's a lot of people that yeah have stumbled across the event on the Calm website or through a friend of a friend. And I mean, I've come back and spread the spread the noise up here to my mom and my dad yesterday. My mom's like, "Well, we're coming next year, brilliant." We're yeah, which is kind of going to ruin my stream cred a little bit, isn't it? Fun. That's the well, she will a bit. Yeah. That, that's the other thing I was going to say. Then is like it, it's not um because it's a cycling event you don't really have to be in cycling in a, in a hardcore no. way it doesn't have to be something that you do so many people turn up to literally dust a bike off from their <laughs> garage and turn up for that weekend and when, do when he says this. so many people turn up and dust their bike off he's talking about me and him oh i am slightly <laughs> talking about us but uh, yeah you don't need because they do different there's different lengths you can do what 100 miles 50 miles or 25 miles and they added a family route, didn't they, this year? Yeah, seven, seven miles. miles. So you can just come along and do a, a really, you know, a short distance. And it's they're really, it's a really beautiful route, isn't it? It's such mm. a beautiful location to do it that you don't have to be into your cycling. You can borrow a bike for a weekend and uh, just come along and do it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fantastic. Should we talk about the ride? Yeah, go on, let's get on to Saturday. What did you do on in the day and of course what did you do on right saturday was the big bike ride then so um i i was we were pitched up next to gendo uh and i think it's only fair to say we were woken by the sound of pavarotti belting out (laughs) nessa dorma wasn't it the mm. DJ, what a wicked DJ. Gendel had, a, Gendel had a, a brilliant moment where he went, you're going to love this DJ. What he does is, right, he takes two songs and he, like, mixes, <laughs> mixes them together. <laughs> and everyone looked at Gend as he, like, proclaimed he's, like, standing there with his cereal. And he's like, yeah, I'm about to tell you something dead good about this DJ. And we went, what... So you mean he just basically DJs? That's what he's like. No, 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 it's different. He, he like takes two different songs and he like mixes them together. No, no, no. What I meant was he, which I'm I'm going to just say it again, aren't I? No, he takes songs. What he he does is he takes yeah, these on. songs, right? Yeah. And he and he plays them. Yeah. And he plays them just to get you going, like just as a nice teasing amount. He doesn't play the full song and then he's just quickly blend into the next one it's like a and it's like a full night of it's like a medley but the whole thing's a big medley and again sounds like i'm just talking about a normal dj it's just djs <laughs> that's what they do mate <laughs> yeah, they do but he's a good one isn't he he was good yeah he is good he is good uh, yeah, so yeah we were working by the sounds of dorma. nessa dorma uh, ne- and then what mate nessa what is it nessa nessa dorma i don't speak spanish nessa um, dorma nessa dorma not much better on the day um nervous in it it's a nervous start to the day i was a bit nervous, nervous. were you nervous no, did i really. did i seem nervous you did actually i noticed shut up i didn't seem nervous well you oh you just said you were i know but <laughs> internally no, you I was didn't nervous. seem nervous you didn't seem nervous but you seemed uh there was an anticipation to get yeah, going. Yeah, that's a good word. Anticipation. Um, I think there was because I think you know you had a, you had a bit of a knee issue the last time we did it, didn't you? Like I did. I only ago. got as far as sixty-five miles, and then my yeah. it, genuinely my knee just stopped, wouldn't wouldn't bend anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I just didn't want to do that again. And yeah. actually, I thought even though we were only doing the fifth, I say only even even though we did the fifty-mile bike ride this year, I was thinking, well, actually, the last time we did it. When we were, because we've had it, well, obviously the pandemic, it didn't happen. Then the year before we were away when it happened. And then the year before that we were working. So we've not done it for a few years. Um, 
And so th- th- this year it was kind of like when I when I last did it and got to 65 miles, I was actually cycling quite a lot at that point. Um, uh-huh. But I've done no cycling. No. You've done your turbo trainer. I did I, this week, last week. I got. <laughs> A little yeah, but bit. over the past, you know, you've harked on yeah. about it enough on the podcast. So you've well, been just on a it. bit, mate. You've been on it a bit. Um, so, yeah, but never never any anything like that, any long rides like that. So no. um, I was a bit apprehensive, but um, quite yeah, exciting. You got your kit. We all got our new kit, didn't we? They, they make a brilliant jersey, like a cycling jersey, a tie-dye number. Uh-huh. So we went and bought the new kits and put them on and got the bike, put some wind in the tyres and... Stocked up on had your porridge, had a had bacon porridge. sandwich, and we were off, weren't we? Yeah, set off about nine thirty. Um, we had quite. A, it's good on the start line. You basically kind of, you know, you, you kind of work out your little peloton or your big. We had quite a big crew. We were like and the nine thirty <laughs> aim to leave for nine thirty crew. So, so what? Gendel, so what? Gendel does is though he goes around. Everybody makes them feel really special and says, "Hey, do you want to cycle with me?" We'll go together. No, I don't. Meet you at 9.30. He goes and says that to everybody. So then at 9.15, there's about 400 people all wishing <laughs> to cycle with Gendel. No, I just get a, a crew. crew. But then he does a really good thing is where he passes the blame then onto someone else. So Gendel, louder than everybody else, turns around and goes, Jenny Jones gang, let's roll. Jenny Jones. Oh, yeah, we did turn sudden, it into Jenny Jones. So all gang. of a sudden it turns into Jenny's group. Um and Jenny, bless her, was the same. She was like, oh, God, I haven't ridden and I, I don't know how I'm going to get on. And Jenny Jones, gang, uh, the, the the horn goes, the whistle drops. Jenny's gone. Didn't see oh, her again. That was it. Didn't see her. Didn't see her all day. <laughs> see you, Jen. Nice one. Not for weeks, gone. she's like, let's go take it easy. I, let's take it yeah, easy. Let's take, yeah, we'll have a, a mellow one, a mellow 50. Yeah, we'll just cruise around. Just cru- cruise. Oh, around. please, Jen, that'd be great. Yeah, if you don't mind, because I'm not feeling very fit. Yeah, no, we'll totally take yeah. it easy. See ya. Gone. gone gone and then naturally yeah we did start off with about 50 odd of us in a in a group and then it soon whittled down to our you, then yeah. you get your little pelotons don't you you soon work yeah. out what kind of pace you're at and we were at quite a slow pace we were taking it easy you say we slow i'd say considered we we're at considered pace yeah um, considered slow to many <laughs> <laughs> yeah but really nice so the, the sun was out it was Glorious weather, 21 degrees, back roads of, uh, it does basically does a 50 mile loop of Andover, which if you're rubbish at geography like uh, me and Gendal, then it's basically near Stonehenge and it's um, it's down near the south, towards Southampton-ish way, Hampshire, and it's a 50 mile loop that goes around Andover. And I was so surprised at how little cars we passed, really. Mm. Yeah, there wasn't many, was there? It was quiet. We're on the bike I'm for a long sure, time. I'm pretty sure we've cycled into a like the Bermuda Triangle of like a, or a black hole because it doesn't work out the, the time it took us to do that ride. Yeah, it doesn't work out. We did the whole ride, and we got back. We left at nine thirty. We got yeah. back at five thirty. <laughs> now. And remember the start of it. We started, we had quite a good flow for a while at the start. Yeah. Like no one was stopped because when you start, you don't want to be the first person to be like, I'm a bit tired, should you have a break? You don't want to be that person. So we went and we did about 25K, didn't we? We stopped. The first time we stopped. and, and we The first time we the... stopped was because, was that my puncture? I, had a, I was the first to get a puncture. Yeah. No, in fact, yeah, I was you're... the only one to get a puncture. Yeah. Wasn't I? Yeah, that was it. At that point, when you had the puncture, we had done 29K. Yeah. So that, I didn't, so, and I didn't believe Ribbo, our mate Ribbo, yeah. that was a kind of chief sat naver up front. He was like, "Yeah, we've done twenty twenty nine k." So at that point, we were probably like an hour and a bit in, thinking, "Oh, we'll be back soon if we carry on at this pace." Yeah. Pace. So how on earth did we not get back till five thirty? Uh, we we well, I think it had something to, to do with loop. the two pub stops that we did. <laughs> Might have been the pubs. Might have been the pubs. I mean, yeah, we got going. There's a feed station at 33 kilometers, and that seemed like quite a long way to get there. And Lucy, uh, she was flagging quite a bit, and she kept like saying to me, Are we stopping soon? When, when can we get these infamous brownies? Nelson's mom makes these incredible, infamous brownies for everybody, and um, they're really, really good. They're and you, really you're good. just dreaming of them. And they're at 33 miles, and, it, and we rolled in, it was at this cricket club, and of course, we rolled in and there were about 50 people out all sitting in the sun on the grass and there was more brownies and flapjacks and coffees and bananas and you can shake a stick out. It's beautifully organised, really well put on. So 
I think a bit of complacency crept in at that point. We were a bit like, we are smashing this. So um, mm. we sat down on the rest. We had an hour at that first stop, didn't we? I think that might have been it. Yeah. Because I had fruitcake and a brownie and I had a tea and then a coffee. <laughs> 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 Just goes back. along with the two barocas and, and yeah. two bacon sandwiches you normally have as well. I didn't know if you could go back for a second drink. So I, I took my helmet and my hat off to so, so they'd be confused. And like... <laughs> They won't know me this time. I was like, you went in disguise for the second round. And I'll change, change your voice. I'll change my drink order. I'll go for a coffee the second time because they'll they'll think I was the tea man. And it was like, oh, it must be a different guy because he was a tea man earlier. And I managed to get a coffee. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just, we sat there for a while, didn't we? I just blatantly got seconds. I went up and I had flapjack first, then I had the fruitcake, and then I had two cups of coffee. Mm. And I filled both my bottles up with the energy drink that they were provided as oh, well. Oh, did you? I've really got my money's worth, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. that's good. That's good. Yeah, we had a good break then. Yeah, that was, was that an hour were you there? Yeah, it's got to have been. Yeah. It's got to have been. I was definitely sore when I got back on, actually. Yeah, my, that was yeah. like, all, you kind of get back on, you're like, ooh, I was actually at mile 25, kind of halfway. Ooh, it's kind of quite a long way to go. But the sun was still uh, in our faces. It was still, a, you know, it was mm. nice. It was. We got going again, and then we stopped about... 10 minutes later at a we pub. We did literally stop that 10 minutes later at the first pub. Yeah. Because someone at the food thing, I think it was Pat Murray said, there's not another pub now until right at the end. So, and we'd ar- arranged to meet our mate Dave Thompson. It was his 41st birthday. Happy birthday, Tomps. Happy we birthday, We wanted to have a beer with him along the route. So we arranged to meet with him at the next pub, which happened to be about 10 minutes later, which was a little bit soon because we just stopped for an hour. <laughs> but we did stop there, didn't we, for a yeah. while. Had two um, pints. Mm. Then we got back on the bikes. We'd we'd gathered, and as well at this point, it's worth noting that um, for all my anticipation and worry and nerves at this point in the ride, we'd um, picked up an 11-year-old boy and a 12-year-old girl. No, um, other way around. And their parents. Other way around. Harry's 12, Ollie was 11. There you go. Um, So so I want to give a a Whoppertron thwack of respect to them. Um, because they cycled, they got to twenty. They got to the split where the short course heads back and the fifty mile continues. And they were with their dads, and um, they both just went, "We want to do the 50. And the dads like, "You sure?" They were like, "Yep." And that's it. So they smashed the fifty. I think so, that um, that came at the perfect time that we met up with them because because Chris Moran, Harry's dad, said he thinks that we gave Harry the second win to keep going because he wanted to show off to us. And we oh. probably got the second win because we didn't want to look useless because a 12-year-old boy <laughs> was not attired compared to us. I think we yeah. just helped each other around, didn't we? Yep. Um, it was so, brilliant. Yeah. And that was it. That was kind of a case of digging deep. And the next thing we know, we were a few miles away, stopped at another pub. One we did. More, more well, I've got, a, I've, I've got a little clip because I've got my phone out. Um, to re- I was recording a few bits for a friend of ours, Ollie Peart, who has a mental health radio show on BBC Solent. So... I had my phone out all day and I was recording some sound bites to send back to him. He's going to make a kind of a, a Nelson's tour de test radio package edit. So I was recording a few bits and bobs and I, I just thought I'd record this with you. So um, this is me and Gendel. We're about, well, I don't know how far we're in, maybe 10 miles left, but uh, let's, let's have a listen. This was us cycling around Hampshire. So I'm uh, going to, so I'm going to race up alongside Gendel here now, see if I can catch him up. And uh, he's all of a sudden picked up the pace from nowhere with 47 miles to go. 47 miles to go. So this no, is no, that's, that's like, yeah. 47 miles done. That's how, that's how tired I was. That's how tired I was. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll continue. No. Hang on. The best thing is he's got a fucking rattly bottle. Listen to this. <laughs> A metal, he's got a metal bottle in a metal bottle rack that he's gone around 47 miles with. It seems to be annoying not just you, actually. A few other people have said, what's that rattling? How do you handle that bottle? It's fine. Block it out. This car's coming behind us. I'm going to tuck in. Uh, Gen, so... Have you enjoyed it? Absolutely. Wonderful day. Conditions couldn't have been better. Uh, nice, cool breeze to start the day. We're on the last leg, which is always uh, the hardest. We're nearly there. 
I just love it. It's a brilliant day out. Good to see everyone. How's your Biffins Bridge? So, <laughs> do you know what? I felt a bit sore after the food stop. My Biffins Bridge feels so tender. Um, It'll be sore tomorrow, but you know, you live with it, don't you? Deal, steal. It's good. How about you? How's, how's it going? Uh, yeah, legs are good. Legs are good. Um, I've really enjoyed the pint stop. And I'm really going to enjoy the pints when we land. Um, but yeah, the Biffins Bridge is sore. Oh, the Gooch is giving me some, some trouble. Anyway, car's coming, tucking in. Tim and Gendel over and out. Oh, there we go. Oh, it takes you back when you hear the rattle. <laughs> <laughs> it was really winding people up. Mate, that didn't know. Like, What's wrong with your bike? What's that noise? It's just not at all. It's fine. I don't, how do you do it? How do you, like, block that out? I don't know. It's just... It's just well, bikes normally make noise, don't they? Rattly noise. Not there were really. people overtaking us on, like, flipping, like, Street Hawk style bikes weren't yeah. they? going past like, <laughs> and we're just rattling along. Yeah, but it was good. It was nice. That was pretty much the end. We got back, didn't we? But this is the thing as well. We Come got on. back, and everyone was like, "Oh, here they are, the pub group," because they were like, <laughs> it had gone round like wildfire. Like we were the boozy pub group when we hadn't even stopped that many times. We'd I'd had three beers. One of them was a shandy, but everyone was like. But purely because I think it took us so long, yeah. people were like, how could 50 miles take you that long? And I still don't quite know how it did take us that long, but we, we just kind of enjoyed the day, didn't we? Yeah. We just kind of like... It was great. We rolled in across the finish line to a big standing ovation from the entire crowd. No, it wasn't. But it felt like that. Um, yeah. The sun was kind of falling in the sky and no, it was wicked. In fact, the event organized, we, me and you were supposed to be doing a bit of emceeing um, at the event. We said that we would. And Marcus phoned me, the event organizer, Marcus phoned me and he's like, are you close? <laughs> yeah. Raffles I'm like, just up. rocked into greatly. He's like, oh, okay, cool. See you in a few minutes. I think it was still half an hour after that. But um, yeah, it was nice. Nice to roll in and it was in full like, festival mode when we festival when we pulled wide, in it? yeah Wicked. it was ace really really good did an auction didn't we did yeah. an au- we auctioned off some uh did auction well, off a did. scope painting yeah and then the raffle rocked on with um, the raffle that was good yeah, as well it was good still raising money uh yeah scope the artist scope did this had this amazing print from uh natural selection which is a, a snowboarding event and he had it signed by all these, you know, world famous snowboarders, and that got auctioned off, didn't it? So yeah, made a bit more money. Um, it was just a really nice evening. And everyone just then, hanging out with sore legs, basically drinking. being incredibly tired, and yeah, having a few beers, and then uh, and then it rolled into the party vibe, didn't it? Yeah, good party with that, that this guy. DJ, that this guy DJ. does this amazing thing where he mixes Plays these songs together. But he, he does a song, and then it just blends into the next one. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> And you find yourself never leaving the dance floor. It's like a medley. Uh, it just keeps going, the music. It never stops. There's not even any, like, silence be- in between the songs. Really weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, really good. And Jeremy Sladen, who is the kind of the, the, the uh, head honcho over at the snowboard asylum, the snowboard shop, he's kind of more of the kind of just shouts at everybody and tells them what to do. Um, he said he'd run the gin bar. He's never worked so hard in his entire life. I've never seen a man work so hard. I don't think mm. he's... He wasn't ready for that, was he? No. He was not I ready for that. I went over to him because he was—he looked so flustered. He'd just been dishing out these big gins and I handed my cup over and, and there was so much gin and I was like, surprise me, Jez. Just give me whatever you want. Whatever's easy. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing I know, I, was, I don't know what it was, like a lavender-flavoured gin or something. I don't know. It was oh. delicious, though. He did a great job. And obviously all that, yeah, all going to calm. Good. All the gins. Uh, fantastic night, yeah. Really good. Good bit of time on the dance floor. Um, what what more do you need to say, yeah? It's brilliant. Nothing, really. Should we move on to Sunday? I think so, but first... Always nice to hear what you guys have been up to. And Now, can you remember the chat that came up to us and spoke to us? Was it Nick? Was it Nico? 
came and said hello to us. Anyway, I'm so sorry I've forgotten his name. That's so bad, isn't it? Um, you know who you are. You okay. came and said hello to us. He listened to the podcast. He came up and said hello to us. Uh, he's from London. Uh, so hello to you. Uh, we've had a message in from Chris Peacock. Uh, he had a good weekend. Uh, went on the rails at Castleford. That's good, isn't it? Uh, he had Brave. his first ever go on the rail feature. Um, he said that his brain kept stopping him for most of the day. Definitely mind over matter. Also had a good chat with Kate Yormrod yesterday. Oh, we met Kate Yormrod. Hello. Um, so, yeah, just uh, shout out to Chris Peacock. We had another message in from Tristan Brooks. He says, I had a pretty good weekend. Went to Norfolk Ski and Snowboard Club just outside of Norwich for the Farmer's Jam. Got a silver in the big air in the Masters category. Sweet. The weekend was let down by a lot of lonesome driving. Ah, oh, But luckily I had your awesome podcast to keep me going for at least some of it. One of the hours. Yeah, they're only an hour long. There we go. Uh, P.S. You can use this as a review if you get stuck this week. We, we've definitely got reviews this week. I can feel it in my loins. Uh, and he also goes on to say, they call it the Norfolk Jam now, but I'm still calling it the Farmer's Jam. Uh, oh, good work, Tristan Brooks. That's Got to give a shout-out to Ribbo as well, because Ribbo, who was at, the, at Nelly's ride as well, he, he sent us a message last week that couldn't get it in, but it was quite funny, so I said I'd read it this week. He said, I got a new tattoo whilst listening to your podcast, but I had to turn it off because I kept laughing and moving too much. See you in Andover. We did see him in Andover. He rode it back through. But cheers for that, Ribbo. Um, and we've had a message in from Glenn a lot. Now, this is a this is the first uh, this is the first kind of we've had I think we might have had a few of these, but it's um a book amendo recommendo. Uh, basically oh, he's been in a touch. Read amendo. A read oh, Book Amendo. I don't know. It's on tired. <laughs> Bookamendo. Do you know what? I'm still quite tired today. That's yeah, fine. good. I'll let you off. Uh, well, because your 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 Gendo recommender from last week was Friday Night Lights. He's gone on to say, uh, he Glenn, yeah, Glenn, a boy, I believe. Just checking that over. Hang on, Glenn, a lot. Uh, I don't know. Private account. I presume it's a guy. I'm going to go with guy, even though my mother-in-law's called Glenn, so it could be a boy or a girl. I'm going to say boy. Anyway, he says, if you like Friday Night Lights, you should read the book it's based on. Friday Night Lights, a town, a team, and a dream. Oh. Yeah, so there you go. Thanks, a book, man. A book amendo. Read amendo. Well, it was uh, obviously, it was a movie as well. It was a standalone movie first, so maybe the book made the movie and then the uh, and then the TV show came after that. Well, there you I will, go. I will check it out. Thanks, Glenn. There you go. Uh, that's to go along. So uh, thanks again. We always like to hear what you've been up to. Do get in touch. You know how to do it. Over on Instagram, we are at Tim and Gendall. Question is, were we hungover? Interested. I want to know about you. Sunday morning. And afternoon and evening too. I was woken up on Sunday morning. Now, I was in the van. You were, you were in the caravan. There were lots Conqueror. of tents around. Um, <laughs> the Conqueror. And I was in the van and we, we've got... The van isn't finished yet, so we haven't got any we haven't got any curtains up. So what we do is I bought some of them black kind of uh, what do you call them clips like like not monkey clips, gorilla clips, gorilla grips. I don't know. They're these big Those, heavy. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean, like heavy duty clamp things. Yeah, and we just clamp towels up on the window, so we we you know you can't see in. I central locked the van from inside the van, so we're mm -hmm. fully locked, and at about. Is it five to seven? Five past seven? All I heard from outside was, Dad, Dad. And it like really spaced me out. I was like, hang on. Dad, Daddy, Dad. What? Dad. And then it kind of hit my psyche. I was like, it's John O'Verity. Dad. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> And it was Jono, and he was actually going, Dad, Dad. Now, Jono is, he basically, he's never slept in past seven o'clock his entire life. As long as we've ever known him, he's always the first person to wake up. And he always used to say, I wake the birds. 
I wake the birds. That's what I do. I'm up early. No, he still has to have a nap at three o'clock every day. This is a, yeah. we're talking a 44 year old man. He can't actually go through the entire day like an adult. He has to still have a sleep. And he, in many ways, he is quite similar to my five-year-old son but he wakes up so early every morning but what he also likes to do uh, as well as wake up is wake everybody else up so this is what he does so you know that if Jono is with you in the morning you're waking up at seven o'clock so anyway look at dad dad someone to play with it's so annoying and I did kind of laugh because I thought that's actually quite funny but then I thought it's actually quite sad because this is this is probably what Jono did to his own dad when he was that age. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so, oh yeah, yeah. So that's how I was woken up Sunday morning with Jono Verity, like banging, like not banging. He's going, Dad. He dad. was coming for me straight after. He was he, he? he said he was he was literally about to come and get me, and I and I was up just in time to avoid yeah. it. So it was a little bit less annoying. Um, so that's how I was yeah, woken I think, up. I think I dodged I, did, I dodged a hangover. I was exhausted. I, mean, I didn't have a hangover either. Yeah. I put fine. it down to the onion onion rings I was eating, though, at midnight. I had a bag of onion rings. I had a huge bowl of the of the, chi- the veggie chilli. Oh, yeah. That they supplied the night. You know, I was like, I don't really need this. Don't think I'm that hungry. And I sat down and ate the whole thing. And I was like, I was hungry. <laughs> that was, and that was, like, quite late. So that yeah. sorted me out. But, yeah, no, I didn't. I was just, just exhausted. So it's, you know, pack up time then, isn't it? There was so I couldn't believe how many people were already packing up and already gone. We were some of the last ones to leave, weren't we? We left about midday, not even. No, not even like eleven. It's because like bags for tents too small. It's <laughs> like a pet. It's so you know. Notice when you pack a tent up, why don't they just make the bags that tents and awnings go in bigger? Getting just a bit bigger. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> it's like, why don't they just make them a bit bigger so they always go in easy? Because that's the yeah. one thing with camping. I know, it, I know it's nice, but it all packs down small. small. And when you get a new tent and it's like, oh, look how small that is. It's so small and handy. Yeah, that's great when you first get it. But when you're packing it up at the end. Never the trip, going back in, is it? It's never going back in. And it's just, it's <laughs> like, and that's the most annoying bit. Make that bit the best bit, the easiest bit that, Oh, you see this bag for my tent? It's massive, so it always goes in well. Yeah, easy. it's fine, and I'll That's... and I'll just fit it. It will go in quickly. Just going easy. Well, as don't opposed... you have to fold it. Don't you have to fold it and roll all the air out and just make it absolutely perfect again? No, because the bag's big. It goes in every time. <laughs> so anyone listening who makes tent bags, make them a bit bigger. I like that. That is yeah. That is a good idea. Simple, simple life hack. Um, so yeah, we helped. I'll do the awning, get yeah. that in, and then sent Kath off with the Conqueror. And, uh, yeah, I headed back back to London with Jono and, and our friend Will Rad. We, we went to see Nelson's grave before we left because it's just round the corner from the, from the event site. So we just went there. Cause it was quite, I think the day after the ride, you're, always, you're so exhausted, aren't you, physically? And, and quite emotionally, it's quite nice to have just a little moment of, uh, I don't know, just to go remember. Yeah. Go and say hello. And say hello to him and stuff. And yeah. then we hit the road. It's quite it's a it's a very nice drive home after that event in a way, isn't it? You you're tired, but you're I don't know, it's a good chance to have a little chat about stuff and you know. Yeah. At the whole point, it's the whole point of the of the event, isn't it? Raise awareness yeah. for calm and, and talk about those things. We we did a little bit on the way home and uh I find I've done that every year after that event, really. Whenever I've drove home with anyone, you kind of have a bit of a chat about certain things. And and uh, I think it's important to do that, which is, you know, like I say, point of the event. Very but, much yeah, so. Nice, poignant, a poignant, so. uh, poignant drive home and a, a kind of nice feeling of tired, isn't it? Did you stop and get burgers? We stopped and got, um, we went to the good breakfast and uh, it's it's a, in a hang service on. What do you station. Mean? You went to the good breakfast. Well, that was what the thing was called. I've never seen it. Classic classic service station fry up basically. Nice. But the, the shop was called the the good breakfast. And nice. then we were sat. We sat, and it was quite mad actually. We sat eating our good breakfasts. Yeah. And I turned around to the place we bought it from, and it suddenly turned into a chopsticks. And the the sign had changed. It was electronic. What? So obviously the good breakfast is only there for breakfast, and then it turns into like a noodle place. Oh, that's like, I cool. Didn't know that happened. That's quite clever, that isn't it? Yeah. Um, we had we 
yeah, the f- full English. Nice. Mm, how about it wasn't you? Breakfast you time, though. Weren't, weren't breakfast time then, though, was it? I thought it was like 11 or something. Yeah. 12. Yeah. We, um, uh, we shadowed your sister home. In, yeah. Bearing in mind, your sister's quite small. And I don't know why I find it weird, but she drives a massive truck pulling a massive caravan. Yeah. I was just in awe, really. I was a bit like, that is cool. But she's, like, she's like an American. Yeah, she's like an American. Uh, so, yeah, we followed her. Tried to keep up with her, I should say. Um, don't think that thing's designed to go that speed, but... Uh, <laughs> Was there any joking. caravan waggling? Not joking. It's twerking its way down the motorway. The, the, co- the code that my basic job on the way down when we were driving was she was just like, just remember I'm long. Just remember oh. I'm long. Remind me. She went, every roundabout, every roundabout, remind me I'm long. So every roundabout I went, you're long. You're long. You're long. Because that's it. Well, that's a bit like Lucy. So Lucy was using uh, on the bike ride. This is my wife, Lucy, obviously. You know her, but if if you're new to the podcast, hello. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Lucy was in some new shoe clips. Now, my clips are different on my bike, but she was using some different ones. Um, She's used them on the turbo trainer, but she's never been out and about in them. So off she went for a little ride around the field just to get used to the bike, make sure the seat was the right height. And, of course, when she came to stop, she couldn't get her feet out. So she just went timber, boom, right onto the field. Well, she came out a few times. So um, in in a similar way to Remember You're Long, uh, we started to shout twist as we were coming to, sh- as we were coming to stop. have to shout twist to Lucy for her to twist her foot out um, so she wouldn't fall over yeah. when we came to stop every time. Uh, so yeah, follow Cafe and we stopped uh, and had a coffee. I had a, I bought one. I'll tell you what I'm really into is the vegan, like plant, they're like fake sausage meat burger things that you can buy. They're actually from Starbucks. I don't really like to buy Starbucks when, but when, when needs must. Um, and so they're, they're really nice from there. So I had them mm. and then it's quite nice to just, Eat it in the back of the van. On sit down on the chairs and at the table. Quite nice. Get your money's worth. Get your money's worth out of the van. Did that. Drove home. Um, really nice. Really tired. Uh, a row. Got home to a full house. Um, never have I wanted the house to be empty more so than when we arrived. Mm. And I had both sets of parents. Kids running around like crazy. They all there. Um, yeah, they were all here. Because uh, mom and dad looked after our kids, and Lucy's mom and dad were up as well from Devon, so they were all here, and I did my very best. Like, it's really nice to see you all face. <laughs> I was trying to give them like the code word to my dad, like "Get out of my house, Dad! Don't want you here." Could you not? Yeah, could you not use that to, you know, to let them to take up some kids' slack, and you could just sit and relax a bit. Well, they'd had the we did we did they'd had the but kids they, all they day. Kind of done anyway. They'd done that. They'd yeah. done their. Uh, Done their time. They'd done their time, yeah. Mom and dad very. Mom and dad were the first to go. Keith and Glenn stayed, had a bit of uh, chicken casserole. My mom had done it. Now I feel really bad because my mom had actually done a chicken casserole for us in the slow cooker. So uh, Good that on, was really nice of her. Thanks, Jill. Thanks, Mom. And then watched, uh, packed the kids into bed a bit later, sat down and watched The Greatest Showman. Now, Ooh. when you're hungover, when you're tired, um, when you're just feeling a bit emotional, Bit of a warning. Don't watch The Greatest Showman. Um, <laughs> Why do you, it's funny how you call it The Greatest Showman, not The Greatest Showman. It's The Greatest Showman, isn't it? <laughs> it's not, do you not say The Greatest Showman? Yeah. The Greatest Showman. The greatest Showman. Yeah. Uh, watch that. Cried my, <laughs> cried my eyes out. Cried my eyes out. I was like, that's really sad. Don't want to watch that. Turned over, watched The Repair Shop. Just as sad. Just as Just sad. Just as sad. Yeah, that'll get you. Cried watching that. that. One. Oh, can you repair my mother's silver silver purse? Yeah, no problem. Here it is. I've made it brand new again. Oh, she's been dead 22 years. It's the only thing I've got. I remember. Oh, God. It's unbelievable, that show. What did you watch after that? I did. I almost that cried out, man. Bedtime. That was it. I was going to say, yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah, we watched. Uh, I, I came back and Camilla had, had had made some mac and cheese, so I got straight on the mac nice. and cheese vibe. That was good. Um, yeah. And then we watched. We chilled out for the afternoon. I watched Man United beat West Ham. That was good. Um, then we settled in for the night of chilling. We watched Schumacher, the new Netflix documentary about Michael Schumacher. Yeah. 
Now, I liked it. It was good. Oh. He was obviously a good dude. No, it just felt a bit like, I think if you're ever going to watch a, a Formula 1 documentary, you want to watch Senna. It still was like, you know, oh. for how amazing Senna is, and it felt a bit like it, 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 it felt very similar to Senna in a lot of ways, the way it was made. Yeah. But didn't quite have the punch that Senna had for me. But still good, you know. He was obviously, he was just an incredible driver, wasn't he? And, yeah. Um, I want to ask this about Schumacher. Do you, do you see him now? No, that's the thing as well. Because I, I think, think it's I, the kind of thing everybody's really interested to know how exactly, he is now. Exactly. And like that sounds, that was, it was a massive reason why I watched it. I thought that was why it had been made because they've been so private mm. about his life, which is obviously completely fair enough and, and fine. But you thought it must have been made with, with the family involved and this was the point to tell show what they want to show and show how he is and stuff in their uh, with their terms under on their terms do you know what i mean and mm. then at the end it's it's they don't show, no you don't see him you don't really you don't find out much about what kind of happened and it that whole section at the end is quite quick and it's more about his career which is fair enough because it's you know his career was unbelievable incredible unbelievable but, um, career yeah, it feels a bit like that was that was missing for me. But yeah. you know, that's that's how how they want it to be. So that's uh, so that's so that's not your recommendo. It's not my recommendo. Well, it was. You know, I would recommend it. It's all right. It's, you know, if you're if you're into Formula One, it's worth a look. But it's not my recommendo. But my do, recommendo is a bit weird. Do you have weird. a recommendo? I do, but it's a, right. a weird one. Play the jingle. Gendo, recommendo, yeah. Um, go on then. So this is my recommendo, um, but only it's kind of a semi-recommendo because <laughs> I fell asleep halfway through it. Ooh, semi-mendo. <laughs> semi-mendo. But I, Camilla watched it all and I asked her this morning, was it good? Was the ending good? And she said yes. So, I'm so this I'm is willing, a, I'm a willing Camilla Mendo. It's, yeah, it's kind of a Camilla Mendo. All right. It's on her. If the ending's not good, it's on her. But she said it was good. But I really enjoyed. Basically, we we went to bed and we watched. We were watching it in bed last night, and I was so tired I could not keep my eyes open. But I did watch the first half of it, and <laughs> okay. it was the film Worth. New new movie on Netflix. It's called Worth, and it's right. about nine uh, eleven. It's about the the kind of payments that the 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 families received after 9-11 for the victims of 9-11. It's got Michael Keaton in it. Right. Um, and it's obviously based on a, a true story. And, and But it was really good. And I watched the first half and I was like, I'm really into this, but I can't keep my eyes open. But I've seen enough for it to be my recommendo after Camilla saying it ended, ended well. So there you go. That's my recommendo. Worth Michael Keaton, Netflix. Give it a look. Worth a go. I Gendo. Recommendo. All right, should we do reviews? I think we should. Go on. Do, do, do. Please give us a nice review. If you do, 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 then next week we'll say thank you. All right, this is where we check live, see if we've had a review on the podcast. Yes, we have. We have. Amazing. Yes, yes, we. Have we? Yes, we have. There you go. Go on. Hey, Struggling with the many? buttons. Just the one. I feel that the clapping effect is way louder than all the others, but maybe mm. that's just me. Uh, okay, here we go. We have had a review. Thank you very much. Uh, this is from um, Jezar Green. Uh, it says, you boys rock. Five stars. Good chat. Good fun. Good times. Keeping it going, boys. Changing lives one weekend at a time. Love this podcast. Oh, stop it. Mega. Thank you very much. All right. Good work. Thank you very much for your reviews. Yeah, if you're on an Apple device, you can just scroll down, do it right now, type it in, give us a five stars. Um, if not, if you're on an Android, just send your review to the Tim and Gendel Instagram, at Tim and Gendel, and then we'll read it out, because it is yeah. nice when we get them. It is very nice. Go on, well, tell thanks. us your Monday thing. What's your Monday thing oh, you going to say? why I've now made it to the next level of celebrity. Yeah, go on. Yay. All right. So, 
Uh, I just literally moments before we press record here, I had this message in on Instagram, and it says, "Oh now this is annoying because I've can't got to get back into my other Instagram account." Okay, okay. Uh, it says, "Hey, <laughs> I hope you're well." We'd love to collab with you with our brand. We offer a fantastic home teeth whitening kit with excellent reviews. We'd love to send you a kit and you can maybe do some promotions for us on Instagram. If there's something you're interested in, please let us know. White's Beaconsfield. Beaconsfield. Mm. They've got 212 followers, man. They're legit. How many? 212,000 followers. Wow. Yeah, they're legit. They've got the blue tick and everything. They do whitening. Do they, you... Did they call you Tim? And like, was it personal, or do you think it could have been a bit of a thing they've sent out to lots of people? Or maybe, but you know, they've picked me, haven't they? They've picked me they've out. Picked... <laughs> they have. So, like, I'm basically now doing teeth whitening products. Get some teeth whitening stuff for me. Do you want me to? Do you want me to get it? And you can have get it. Get it. Get some. Shall I? Shall I see if they do it? Well, yeah. Shall I reply? Hey, that sounds great. Hey, yeah, this man. sounds ace. And we can compare our teeth whitening each week on the podcast. This is good. This is good. Um, all right. Well, we'll see. They're, I like the fact they've put a smiley face and a diamond emoji next to uh, at the end, just to let you know that your teeth will be diamonds by the end of it. Mm. <laughs> That's good, right. isn't it? I'm pretty much a celeb now, mate. Now oh, I'm getting those kind of messages. Endorsements. Endorsements rolling in. There right, go. so there we go. Not uh, not the not the greatest of messages to receive, but still quite fun. Made me laugh. Um, mm. And that is Monday. Nice day today. What are you doing? Uh, do you know what? I, st- I still feel really shattered, actually. Do you? Still feel quite after the weekend. Um, feel quite drained. To be really still, honest, so. I feel absolutely fine. All right, mate. Um, sorry to say I that. Feel bad. Uh, um, no, I feel fine too. Absolutely my... <laughs> fine, yeah. Gonna probably going to have a cycle. Probably going to just get the bike out and oh, do yeah, a bit of too. a ride. Me too. Probably do a bit of a ride and just me pound too. out some miles. Yeah, me um, too. Yeah. I'm not going on the bike for a while. I mean, I'm still pretty tender on the undercarriage. I don't yeah. think I could sit on a saddle for a while. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Got to pick the kids up I've in got, two I've got hours. Football tonight. You're not playing football tonight? No, week off this week. Yeah. I'm going to go and watch George play, my cousin. Told you about George. He's playing yeah. at Colesville, which is down the road. So I'm going to go and watch that. And then that's about it, really. Yeah. Tidy right. the house. Try and finish the van. Okay, well, I'll, probably, I'll probably call you in about half an hour. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so hey. finally, well, let's just say a massive thanks to everyone at Calm and yeah. Marcus Chapman. Who uh, our good friend Marcus who's and Chris and a, the rest of the Nelson family, uh, the yeah. Pratt family. Thank you for putting on an incredible event for everybody that came along. I think I speak for absolutely every single cyclist when I say uh, it's just a brilliantly well-run, fantastic event. And it, and if you're listening and you want to come along, you're more than welcome to uh, yeah. get yourself. Just keep your eyes across the socials at Nelson's Tour de Test Valley. Um, it is a British cycling sanctioned cycling sportif. Um, so, you, yeah. you know, you anyone can come. Anyone can ride. Anyone can come and hang out. It's super inclusive. Come and camp for the weekend. You don't even have to cycle. Just come no. and put some money in the pot for the raffle and give them some money that way. Do whatever you want. Come and also, have a to the amazing DJ that can mix songs together. Absolutely. And also, just to get a bit serious... Um, Suicide, 6,000 deaths a year. Over 6,000 deaths a year um, to suicide. 125 people a week. Yeah, that is 75%, a lot of people. 75% of them are male. Absolutely. Um, so, and it is preventable. Um, and Calm do a fantastic job of raising awareness. I know there's loads of other mental health charities, charities as well. Um, but the Calm Helpline, it costs around about £8 per call so if you'd like to donate we'll put the link in the bio and you can um, have a little click in there if you can spare something it doesn't have to be eight pounds it could be a pound whatever you'd like to donate every little helps said the woman who weed in the sea so mm. uh, yeah Absolutely. get involved get involved if you can afford it um, yeah. and if not and you want to come down and just support and hang out next year then yeah come and do it because it's a wicked wicked weekend isn't it yeah, if you want to see some stuff, just put the hashtag Ride on Nelly into Instagram as well, and you'll see everyone's photos yeah. over the weekend, and you can check out what it's about. Nice. But, um, yeah, mega weekend. Thank you all yeah. for that. Thank you Thanks guys for, for listening. listening. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all next week. Yeah. 
Uh, keep in touch as well. At Tim McGill on Instagram. Send us some messages. Love you. Bye. Cheers. Bye bye. It's time to talk to the man who I think cycled around Hampshire with arguably the sickest bike, uh, certainly the best handlebars, but also maybe the heaviest bike out of everybody that cycled. Um, How's your bum? Is it sore? (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, sore, uh, stiff, not in a good way. uh, I, I actually, I actually came back three pounds heavier than I went. I think that's because of all the food I had to consume on Sunday to get over my hangover. Oh, you didn't look that hungover when I saw you on Sunday morning. Mm, I didn't feel. Yeah, I wasn't dying, but I didn't feel right. Nah. And you know, dropping Baldy off on the way home, we happened upon a McDonald's and we doubled up on everything. Good. Uh, and then. Uh, 50 miles down the road I needed iron brew and chocolate that was the next stage um, <laughs> do you know what my stages are do you know what my hangover stages are they oh, are go on then. orange juice coffee banana have to have those because I'm convinced and I'll more than likely sick those up then I have to have salt and vinegar <laughs> crisps and ribena that's my okay. next that's my next phase and then I'm into the stodge. Then it's burgers or sausage rolls, whatever I can get my hands on. Usually I need sausage and egg. I need a runny yolk. <laughs> um, a little while after that, there needs to be chocolate. And my my soft drink of choice is Sprite mixed with fresh orange juice. Oh, okay. Um, but you're right about the banana because you're re- you're replacing a lot of the electrolytes. But the reason we Apparently. we crave all the salt and the fat is because it's not because we're soaking up the alcohol. It's because we've used up a lot of our salt and fat reserves drinking the alcohol in the first place, and you're uh-huh. depleted. And that's why you're kind of self-medicating. So every every time a mate of mine goes out drinking, without fail, he comes home and he makes this massive cheese sandwich, and it's just. Salt and fat. That's all he's after. <laughs> Get it in you. Uh, ladies and gents, it's only uh, Mikey Driver from Mixtapes with Mike. Uh, come on, then. Have you got Have you got a mixtape for us? Well, hang on. Let's go back. Let's, let's backtrack. Because you were also at Nelson's Tour de Test Valley. Did you have a lovely weekend? You know what? I had a great weekend. Yeah. But, you know, but I, I was, I, I did very little training. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't as prepared as I have been in the past for doing the ride. So, I mean, I I turned around to one of my dear friends and said, yeah, I might, I might just do the 25. I might just do the 25 so that it's achievable and then I can enjoy the rest of the night. And then I was shamed out of that by said good friend. Uh, said, well, I haven't done any training either and I'm going to do the 50, so you're going to do the 50 with me. That was some prick called Tim Warwood. Um <laughs> So, and the thing is, like, I tried to have a 20-minute nap in the car after the ride to kind of refresh yeah. for the night's festivities. And I was about five minutes into dozing off. And then Baldy, our mutual friend who I travelled down with, just opened my car going, Mike, I've got a job for you. I need you to inflate this mattress. <laughs> I've never wanted him to fuck off more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but... Listen, we did it. We stopped. We had a few pints, didn't we? That was fun. Um, and we cycled the last bit. It was, it was, you know, we had a great time. That's the most beer stops I've ever done on that bike ride, to be fair. Really? Well, so it was, doing it, it was after with orchards. David's 40, 41st birthday. So, uh, yes. Happy birthday, Tomps. So, yeah, it was a, there was a, there was a method to it. But no, thoroughly enjoyable. Thoroughly enjoyable. <laughs> No, I loved it. I loved it. It's it's a lot of fun, and I think much needed for everyone involved because of the distance and the you know the absence we've had over the last sort of eighteen yeah. months. You could just tell everyone was just so happy to see friends again and to socialize and have you know and you know drunkenly dance and drink gin and uh, yeah, it was good. It was nice. good fun. Good, good, good. Uh, right then, regular listeners will know already, but it, those that are new to the podcast, uh, Mikey has his own little podcast as well. It's called Mixtapes with Mike. He gets a guest on from all walks of life, and they have to pick 
10 tracks by 10 different artists. I always say this in a way that makes me think I'm, you're picking 100 tracks. No, you just pick 10 different tracks, but they've all got to be from a different artist. Uh, okay, so then, it's... Go on, it's, please it's, do it's, it for it's, me. It's, it's almost a year that I know, we've been on. doing this. Um, it's 10 tracks without using the same artist twice. That's it. That's how you say we, it. Yeah, good. We talk about the music and what it means to them. Yeah, and when it. the episode goes out, I share those mixtapes on Apple Music and Spotify. So if you like the sound of what you hear, it's already there at your fingertips. There That's you go. generally what it is. Now, this week, go on. rather than have an individual guest, we have another group effort. So I have basically got a collection of voicemails from people that were involved with the bike ride over this weekend and I've asked them to pick a song that sums up how they feel about the weekend or the ride itself or about cycling so we can make a little Nelly's playlist nice um, purely as a as an exercise in promoting the event and maybe sharing the link to the, the charity one more time uh, because it's a wonderful cause uh, it's a wonderful charity um, and we've had some really amusing and touching sort of submissions from people. I'm going to stitch it all together tonight. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be good. But next week we'll be back into the the one-on-one interviews. I'm looking forward to that too. All right. Sounds good. Well, look forward to having a good old listen when it uh, drops in your podcast provider of choice. Hey, uh, incidentally, go search out Mikey. You'll find a link to him in our show notes. Give him a subscribe and a review. Same for us. Give us a link. Uh, What? Give us a review. It's quite late, can you tell? Give us a review. Give us a share (laughs) and uh, we'll be back next week. Mikey, love you. I'll speak to you soon, dude. In a bit, man. Bye.